The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. This podcast is sponsored by Fiverr.com. Fiverr is a marketplace for creative and digital freelance services. And in fact, I use Fiverr for quite a lot of the things that we do here at Cognolytica and AI Today, including the editing of this podcast, the generation of transcripts, and more. I definitely encourage you to take a look at using Fiverr for your creative and digital needs today. And I have a special offer for you today. Use the promo code AI Today for 15% off your first purchase on Fiverr.com. Offer valid until December 31st, 2018. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And on today's podcast, we're going to talk to you about something that we are unveiling here at Cognolytica called the Cognolytica AI Positioning Matrix, or what we're calling the CAPM. And this is something that may seem a little bit wonky or uh, very analyst-like, but we're doing this because we are taking a hard look at all the various implementations and technologies of AI out there and trying to understand how they classify against each other and also how the various different technology solutions play in this market. And to do that, we need a little tool to help us. And this tool that we're going to be using as part of all of our written research, for those of you that are subscribers or read our online research at Cognolytica.com, this tool that we're going to be using is called the Cognolytica AI Positioning Matrix, something that we're calling CAPM. Now, before we get started here, we need to understand why do we even need this positioning matrix? And it's hard for, to describe this on a podcast because this is a very visual thing. The matrix is an actual chart. It's got an x-axis and a y-axis. And on it are a bunch of bubbles that describe various different technology and solution areas. And they occupy different amount of space. So if you want to see the Cognolytica AI position matrix, you should definitely go to Cognolytica.com and download our latest piece called the Cognolytica AI positioning matrix, but also all of our follow-on research starting at this point, including all of our briefings with vendors, are going to be using this CAPM chart to help us and you understand how to understand this technology. So first, why do we even need this? The market for AI products and services is growing at a very fast rate. And also, the different solutions that AI can solve are starting to increase as companies understand more and more about what AI can do. So The challenge that we have is how can enterprises who are looking to adopt AI understand how these various different solutions are related to each other, how they relate to the overall AI market, and how are they applicable to specific AI use cases? So in this fast-paced world of AI, enterprises and vendors need a simple way to see how they are positioned in the market versus the other solutions and customer requirements. So If you're familiar with analyst research, you'll see that analysts of all types have various evaluation matrices that they work, and they're addressing different problem areas. But for the specific issue of AI, a lot of these approaches that they use, a lot of these matrices, they all suffer from the same problems. They either focus on 
how the technology is positioned on a maturity spectrum, perhaps from a less sophisticated to more sophisticated approach, or maybe they're measuring sort of the breadth of their provider offerings and how well they're able to execute against those offerings and maybe try to identify leaders and not leaders in the market. And for our purposes, these measures don't work. These measures are inadequate in an industry that's maturing at a super fast rate, such as the case of AI, and also where people are not quite sure yet how to adopt and apply AI technology. So you can't say somebody is a leader necessarily if we don't necessarily know what they're leading in and if people care about that thing. So rather than looking at a single and possibly arbitrary measure of maturity or our ability to execute, we need to look at positioning from the customer's perspective. And that is, what is the sweet spot for a particular application of AI in a particular market? And how are the various solutions positioned according to both the applicability of the solution to a specific problem area and its overall complexity or sophistication with regards to that application? And so, from this perspective, so some solutions can be too sophisticated or too advanced for a problem area they're trying to address, or there may be a problem area that requires a more narrow solution than what is being provided in the market. So this is what we're using to introduce our model for measuring these things against a matrix. We're calling it the Cognolytica AI Positioning Matrix, the CAPM. So to solve the needs of customers who are trying to evaluate the constantly changing landscape of AI solutions, we're introducing the Cognolytica AI Positioning Matrix. And the goals of the CAPM matrix are twofold. One, identify for each particular application of AI what the sweet spot of required complexity for AI solutions are and how broadly applicable to the range of AI problem areas that solution needs to be. And on the other hand, we are going to use the CAPM to measure and position the existing solutions that are out there that are being sold in the market against the same matrix. So there's two axes of uh, CAPM. It's a two-dimensional matrix. One axis is called the complexity or sophistication of the solution. And it goes the x-axis. It goes from zero on the left. There's no measurement, but it goes from less complicated on the left to more complicated and more sophisticated on the right. On the y-axis, the vertical axis, we're measuring the breadth of application. So on the bottom of the y-axis, it's something that's more narrow or less broadly applicable. And on the far top left of the vertical axis is more broadly applicable. So if we want to think about this visually, we have this two-dimensional chart. And you know, the far left is less complicated, far right is more complicated, bottom is more narrow, and top is more broad. For example, we could think of artificial general intelligence, AGI, this strong AI that we talked about in the past that people keep talking about. We said that the whole strong versus weak wasn't a good idea is because there's all this in between. That goal, AGI, is all the way in that top right section of this matrix because it's very complicated and it's meant to be very broadly applicable. If you can be AGI, this system can understand everything and it can be applicable in every scenario, right? And then at the exact opposite on the spectrum, we have very narrow and very sophisticated, a lot sophisticated, actually, very simple AI solutions that are doing very specific things, such as, you know, maybe AI-enabled commerce or drug discovery or maybe AI-assisted driving. We're not even talking about the autonomous stuff, maybe self-parking, you know, things like that. Very narrow applications, very simple. But one of the benefits to things that are simple is that they're obviously easily implementable and they can be implemented today. Whereas things that are more complicated, while they may possibly address a broader range of solution areas, they're more complicated to install and they may not even be possible. They may be sort of theoretical. So 
as we're mentioning, we have these two axes, and there's really no, the goal of these is not to be in that top right quadrant unless that is the specific problem you're trying to solve. So these two axes, it's, it's important to understand what each axis represents and how Cognolytica is using it to position various solution requirement areas. So as new developments increase, when we talk about the sophistication, the complexity axis, clearly what is maybe not possible, where it was not currently possible today, might be possible tomorrow. So even though things may show on the scale as being more complicated, that just means that over time, those solutions might become more feasible if we can figure out how to make do those technologies implementations correctly or do them well enough. Likewise, with the applicability access, just because something is more narrow does not mean it's less useful. It might just mean it's more suited for that application. So from both of these measures, being more to the right or more to the top is not necessarily better. So for example, I'll talk about the complexity axis just for here for a moment again. You know, often, you know, but not always, the more complicated a solution or technology is, and the more to the right it is on the CAPM, it generally means that it's technology that's more in the future. That is, if you're looking for what is implementable today with the least amount of complexity or with more of existing proven solutions, you should look for technologies that are more towards the center on the chart from right to left or maybe even more to the left. If you're looking to be on the bleeding edge of AI adoption and things that are like right on the cutting edge of what's happening, you're going to want to look for things that are more to the right because those are more complicated, more advanced problems that are being solved. Likewise, with the breadth of application access, the ones that are closer to the bottom of the chart, those are much more for specific use cases. So for example, with assistant-enabled commerce, you know, these solutions don't need to be relevant to other areas like you know, insurance or autonomous vehicles. You know, you're not going to use commerce and uh, technologies for that. You know, likewise, things that are like augmented intelligence, those things need to be fairly broad because the business wants broadly applicable augmented intelligence, not things that are only useful in a narrow context. So this is why identifying for each particular solution what that sweet spot is. You say, oh, chatbots, somewhere in the middle. They need to be somewhere between narrowly and broadly applicable. There needs to be some sophistication, but they don't need to be super advanced because you're not trying to have random conversations. You're supposed to have very context-specific conversations. And likewise, they shouldn't be too simple. Otherwise, they can't really understand the needs of the customer and the complex conversational requirements. And same thing about applicability. They shouldn't be chatbots that are only usable in one context because then you would have to build another chatbot for another context. So this is a good way of understanding sort of the sweet spot for each of these areas. And so when you're looking at the chart, you'll see these bubbles. And the bubbles are sort of like the general size of all the various different solutions that fall into that category. So some of these bubbles are really small because there's only a few possible implementations for that, like AI drug discovery. There's only so much range in their complexity and in their applicability. But some bubbles are really long. You know why? Because there's many different kinds of intelligent assistants, for example, some of which are much more narrow than others and some of which are less complicated than others. So we want to show the full range of the kinds of solutions. So what this means is that when evaluating a particular technology implementation or a solution for AI use case, you should be aware if there's a great range of complexity and applicability for that one particular AI use case, then two different solutions that fall into that same category might fall in different places on the CAPM chart. 
And so you could say, well, once, even though they might be both chatbots or intelligent assistants, if one of them is less broadly applicable or less sophisticated and you're looking for something else, you may need to find another solution in that same category that provides something more in alignment with what you're looking for. So this is what makes the CAPM useful and powerful for customers in evaluating what's a good fit for your particular AI solution. So you know, for those people that are briefing us, that are taking briefing calls with us, there's a lot of focus on where they are in the CAPM chart if they're a vendor or for an enterprise trying to understand where their needs are on this chart. So as we mentioned before, you know, in some analyst evaluation matrices, being in the top right section is where you the most desirable place to be. But in the case of Cognolytica, this is most definitely not the case. You know, each particular solution area has a sweet spot in the CAPM. And the more that a particular solution fits into that sweet spot, the more it'll be optimal for the particular problem it's trying to solve. So if a solution uses too sophisticated technology, then what is required for the particular problem, it won't be a good fit. It might be too expensive, too complicated to implement, too brittle, too prone to veering off track, you know? And likewise, if the solution is too simplistic for the customer requirements, then it may not be AI enough. You know, and it might just be a thin coating of AI. It might be very unsophisticated otherwise, and it might therefore require more manual work or other solutions to fill the gaps. And furthermore, if a solution is too broadly applicable, then it won't be well suited for a more narrow task and vice versa. So, you know, enterprise implementers should really use the CAPM as a way to make sure that they source their AI solutions that best fit their needs. And likewise, professional services or consultancies, they should use the CAPM to evaluate the technology suppliers they're using, as well as positioning for their own professional services against the range of problems that are being solved. And then finally, the vendors should really keep an eye on how Cognolytica is positioning them to see which solution areas they're most suitable for, how they stack up against the competition, and which may be more or less suitable for their technologies in certain areas. So the final note here. So obviously, this is something very, this podcast is kind of self-promotional. We're really talking about ourselves and our own matrix. But we really do believe that this is helpful for the industry as a whole. There's a lot of sort of loosey-goosey people talking about AI. Nobody's really focusing on what the clients are looking for. And even if it's applicable, everybody's, you know, we're talking about chatbots. We want them all to be super intelligent. But we don't realize that a lot of customers don't want super intelligent chatbots. They just want chatbots that solve a problem. And so that's why identifying these sweet spots is so important. So for us, the Cognolytica AI positioning matrix, the CAPM, is really an important tool to help us understand the market and also to understand the technology providers, the various use cases, and the requirements that AI can provide. And we're going to therefore use the CAPM exclusively and extensively in all of our briefings. And then we're going to use them in our briefing notes and our research to evaluate vendor solutions, as well as in all of our research to indicate how relevant that particular area is to the AI landscape as a whole and how it compares with other AI solution areas. And so in all of our briefing calls, we'll be looking to help our enterprise users understand how their specific needs map to the various applicability and complexity capabilities of different AI solutions. And also for our vendors that we're having briefings with, we'll be using the CAPM as a way to position their technologies in the matrix. So if you're looking to get a briefing with Cognolytica or hire us for specific AI advisory needs or work with us for white papers or other kinds of contributed content or engage with us for any of our activities, then you should really understand how this CAPM works, how it can work for you, and how we use it to advance the state of AI adoption while reducing risk for our enterprise, vendor, and professional services clients. So on that note, I really want to thank you for joining us on this unusually short podcast, very specific. 
This is sort of a companion podcast to our research that's posted on the site. So if you want to see the CAPM, just go to Cognolytica.com. You'll definitely be seeing it in all of our upcoming research. So hopefully it'll be something you'll be familiar with. It's something that we're using. It is proprietary to what we're doing, but we encourage folks to share our CAPM charts as we release them into the market. So on that note, if you on the podcast, take a look at the show notes for more links to other useful resources. And on that, wishing you all a uh, great week and uh, see you on the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolytica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright 2018 by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.